Hi everyone, welcome to episode 42 of Mother Industrialist Live Show where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting and life. I'm Kenneth Chu, the host and I'm also the author of Mother Industrialist, Perfecting the Balance Between Motherhood and Business Success. And this is my book, Mother Industrialist. So in my book itself, I've interviewed 15 mompreneurs that I personally know for the past 10 years and also featured their inspiring story in my book. At the same time, I also share with the readers that you can use the three P's, which is the three pillars for you to kickstart your business, which is passion, purpose, and profit. So with these three P's, you are, you are able to have the blueprint of entrepreneurship. At the same time, uh, I also share with them how they can kickstart with their, their business using these three P's on a part-time basis so that they will not need to uh, give up on their job. But today, I have really, really have this really good guest really awesome guest that i've just connected with her recently and she is really inspiring because she's really courageous as uh, she uh, she's a new mom pronoun and at the same time she's a founder of learning at school later you can ask her what uh, she will share with you what school is she um has she founded and she's also a mother of two beautiful children so without further ado, let us welcome Sharon. Hello, Hi, everybody. Sharon. Hi, Kenneth. Hello. I welcome and thanks for making time to come onto my show. And I'm uh, really glad that uh, you can make it on time. And um, with some technical stuff, we are able to connect now. So, uh, which is good. Thanks for making time. As uh, in fact, you are the first mom pronoun that uh, really did the homework. You watched the previous episode. So uh, as, as I mentioned in the previous episode and all the episode is there's a tradition that every guest get to post a question of the day out to the audience and also to the next guest. So are you ready to answer the question of the day posted by the previous guest before we can officially kickstart with the show? Oh, I must say that Lillian really gave me a very hard question to answer. <laughs> no problem. So uh, now I, I would uh, share, uh, share with everybody what is the question of the day. Uh, the question of the day posted by the previous guest is what does courage and influence means to you and what do you do with it? So have some time to think about it while I go onto our Facebook live to check if we are live successfully and we'll come back to you. Is it okay? Okay. Okay, good. So I see someone coming on live say hi. Let us know Hello. where you are tuning from. Okay, now I can hear my voice now waiting for your part. Okay. okay, good. Can hear your voice. Good. Now we can um we can come back to you. So are you ready with your answer with, to the question of the day, Sharon? Or you need some time? Um, okay. <laughs> uh, I would say that basically courage to me is you know not giving up even though you feel like giving up and. Uh, and courage is something that you really need to, you know, ask for help. For me personally, because I am not a very courageous person. To be honest, mm. I am also kind of reservous previously. Mm. So, um, in fact, to me, later on after my sharing, you'll probably know that who is the person who actually gives me the courage to, mm. to go on and and and. And it's it's really if it's not him, I don't think I can really you know 
live out my dreams, live out my beliefs and all that. Okay, so influence to me is um, how to be a positive influence um, mm. in my community, uh, especially in my family, how mm. I can uh, influence my daughters to be uh, people with good character, good mm. moral values. Because to me, that's more important than academic achievements because I always feel that if they don't give up, if they try their best, they can succeed in life. That, that's what I believe in. So, yeah. That's good. That, that's a very, very good answer to, um, to the question of the day. And now we can officially kickstart the show. And just now you mentioned about, in fact, you're not courageous, but something, in fact, affected you. And it brings us to our uh, topic of the day, which is how faith and love drives me in my business. So before we uh, start, I think um, maybe Sharon can do a short introduction of yourself to share with the audience and the listeners. Uh, who are you? Where are you from? And what were you doing prior to uh, setting up your business? Because we have audience all around the world, uh, from US, UK, and, and even Philippines. So um, okay. maybe you can do a short introduction of yourself. Okay. Um, before I actually start out the uh, learning arts business, I was actually a stay-at-home mom for uh, about close to five years. I took a career break from my previous hate hunting life. I was in hate hunting for about 15 years, one five. Mm. So I was working with firms like uh, Hudson, Corn Ferry. I was also on site at Apple as a on site staffing consultant for about 16 months. Um, but what drives me to take a career break was when I found out that back then, my eldest daughter, she was about six years old, she was displaying a lot of behavioral issues. So she was uh, very incorporative, she doesn't want to go to school. Um, she basically had social interaction issues. Mm. And um, so I was staying with my mom-in-law back then and my mom-in-law was like saying that uh, maybe it's time you bring her for some assessment. And that's where I found out that she has sensory processing disorder. And um, we then make the hard decision of uh, me taking the time off to help her through that difficult process because I, I needed to spend time with her to help her to cope with some of these issues like, you know, be it, um, you know, relating socially, um, some of the uh, behaviors that uh, may trigger some concerns and stuff like that. So... I took that career break and um, and then shortly after that I had my second child and um, uh, she uh, was later on I, even though at a very young age of close to two years old I suspected that she may have some dyslexia issue and I was right but the earliest age that you could diagnose someone with dyslexia in Singapore is about six years old so we went through that with Dyslexia Association of Singapore. We did the full assessment and then we found that she's actually mild dyslexic. Um, so with two children, two girls with uh, special needs, I have no choice but to take a, a almost five years career break. Mm. So from then. Uh, so um, I would say that uh, I did not regret my decision. In fact, it, it was a journey that, um, that I've learned a lot. Um, it was uh, it was painful, hmm. but uh, it was also a very enriching enriching uh, journey that I went through where I learned 
um, how to deal with some of these difficulties. And it's also a journey where I, I would say that it makes me a better mother mm. uh, because I used to uh, work very, very long hours. I used to come home like close to nine o'clock. And wow. because if you need to interview people, sometimes people only can meet you, like candidates can only come in to meet you after work. Yep. So by the time you wrap up and all that, you reach home, it's about nine plus. And I always try to make it a point that I will reach home before my daughters go to bed, mm. just to say goodnight to them. So um, so it, it wasn't a very easy journey to go through. Um, but um, from there, I, I start to read, I start to um, pick up books from the library to find out more about the condition, how I can better support them as a mother. Mm. Uh, I would say that it's also a very humbling experience because that's where you realize that you don't know enough. Yeah. And, uh, and it's always a journey that you have to just pick up more information, find out from people, uh, talk to people. Um, and I, I think at the point, what really kept me going was really press and support from my spiritual family. Um, they prayed for us. I remember in the early days where when we start talking about our daughters, we will break down because we are really totally helpless um, in terms of how to help them and stuff like that. But through, through the years of unconditional love, and I would say pressing on in press and all that, um, I see improvements in them, really great improvements. Um, so say, for example, for my eldest daughter, um, by P4, we realized that she's got this condition called Asperger's, but now they call it autism spectrum disorder. Mm. So she's high-functioning uh, autistic. So she's very bright. She's very bright. She could write very well, but she does have certain areas that... Um, may be lacking in terms of like her emotional development she may be uh behind some of her peers um so for instance also she has very little tolerance towards lights um so if you put her in a very bright lighting condition or like on stage and all that um she will be very uncomfortable she may even have uh, emotional meltdowns and stuff like that okay but uh what um actually encourages me a great deal was uh when i i choose to listen to her and i choose to um let her open up her concerns her fears whether be rational irrational fears i let her talk to me about it and 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 from there we we actually built a very, very strong relationship and she has also um over time begin to um, learn to cope with some of her challenges. So she's actually right now in concert band. And then, you know, in concert band, you need to perform on stage. Yep. And you have all the lights shining on you. You have all the attention on you. And that's not something that she's very comfortable with. But she learned to cope with it by wearing sunglasses. So I, I, I know that maybe, you know, if you're sitting in the audience and you look towards the stage and you see this girl in sunglasses and she stick up really stick out and then you must be wondering what's wrong with her and things like that but last friday when i saw her on stage or actually two two fridays ago when i saw her on stage performing and performing my favorite song from la miserac musical i was very very moved i was nearly moved to tears because to me I saw the hours, I saw the commitment, I saw the efforts that she put in practicing her horn. And she put in a lot of efforts and she has 
zero band or zero Chinese orchestra background when she mm. was in primary school. She wasn't in any of the, you know, like a band, uh, CCA or things yeah. like that. And she got, um, you know, um, accepted into the CCA. So she has to put in a lot more efforts than her peers. And she has to deal with the discomfort of dealing with the lights and all that. So to me, that was a great achievement. To me, that was something that she chose to step out of her comfort zone. And that, that really encourages me. So uh, with regards to my second daughter, um, I mentioned that she has this sexier issue, right? So um, when we kept encouraging her over the years to read and all that. Now she developed a love for reading. And in fact, um, her teacher at Julia Gabriel, the, te the same teacher who taught her for the last two and a half years, actually shared with me, she was very excited. She said that, do you know that Sarah's essay has been picked up and I put it on the board because it was so well written. To me, that was a, a great achievement. It, it is because I know she had some learning challenges, and uh, for her to be able to, to, you know, stand up among her peers, you know, people with no learning challenges um, issue, I think that's a great achievement. Yeah. So for me, is I, I try to um, encourage them and I always tell them that your greatest competition is yourself. Yeah. You, need to, you need to do better than your previous result. I don't need you to compare yourself with your peers your friends i just need you to make sure that you give your best shot and that's good enough for mommy and daddy so that's mm. that's how we 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 raise our children um yeah so so that that's that's in a nutshell lah. so what i want to share about like uh um what has been my journey before i launched learning arts oh. last year i actually started learning arts when uh because i was like going through a lot of a lot of difficulty a lot of challenges and a, a very very stressful lifestyle that i had to juggle and all that um and and i started to pick up baking because that was something that i wanted to do but i never had a chance to do it when i was working full time so i i pick up baking and i think my grandma and my mom had some influence in, in that sense because when i was young i like to be around the kitchen you know i like to watch them cook so in fact i think my aunts will tell you that you know the the person who still remembers and know how to cook some of grandma's dishes will be me so it got wow. passed down to me rather than her daughters wow. yeah and uh my mom has dementia so she won't be able to kind of like continue impart some of those culinary mm. skills to me so that's where i say okay never mind she can't teach me i'll go learn from other teachers and then i'll cook for her um and i i, I i'm glad i made that decision to pick up baking as a hobby mm. because it really helped me through with another difficult season of my life um in 2015 october uh, my mom was diagnosed with uh, liver cancer so it was again a very very challenging um phase for me that i had to go through so baking and cooking attending classes was the time that i can really time out time, and yeah. let my my mind relax and enjoy and, and it's also that period that i got to bond with a lot of baking cookies you know people sharing the same interests and all that and 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 foster a lot of uh 
uh, uh, strong friendships and things and things like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's that. And then uh, and why learning arts? Why I wanted to start learning arts is because I hope to share um this passion with uh, other people, especially providing a haven for people who is uh, uh, suffering from a lot of stress or yeah. distress, be it you know, family members, relationship, strained relationship with spouse or, or children. I hope to be able to provide a place where they can bond. Uh, they can spend time together, you know, doing something together because to me, whenever I smell something coming out of the oven, it always smells so good. <laughs> it always smells so good. It makes it really lifts up your spirit. So it, it really lifts up spirit. I mean, it, it is something that I guess the whole family can do together because like, like I shared with you before, kind of, you know, sometimes like a gym, yes, going to the gym, exercising also can, can, can help to de-stress. Yeah. And uh, that's something that my husband tries to engage my daughters to do it. But my younger daughter cannot get into the gym because she's still below 12. So <laughs> the, the thing, the one thing that we all can do as a family, including my mom, yeah. uh, my 80 year old mom, 80 plus years old mom, uh, is, is baking. Lah. She likes mm. to bake as well. As in like, she likes, my cookies and things like that. So sometimes I will engage her to to, to do things like that. It also helps to keep her brain active la, because she has got uh, dementia, you see. Yep. Yeah, things like that. Yeah. I guess, I, guess I, I really have to thank you for sharing it, um, your story, your challenges as a, as a mother with two special needs uh, children. And because it's really courageous and brave for you because... Um, now with internet with technology, this is going public, and I believe that it will inspire a lot, of, uh, a lot of mommy out there, especially working mom, thinking that um, I cannot do, I cannot start a business, I cannot uh, have more time with my children, uh, where most of most of us will have probably maybe um more um not I would say normal children with uh, with no special needs, but it it shows that uh, it's all possible. Like even you start a business, even you have challenges in, in um, handling your children and also at the same time I believe life is like that like we go through ups and downs a lot of challenges like your mom having liver cancer and like for me recently I have a relative also um, uh, diagnosed with cancer and um, going through a very tough time I guess all of us we need an avenue to vent out and, and you creating learning arts and your passion for baking because when you talk about baking your your face is uh, lit, lit up with all your smile when you talk about food. And and you mentioned something that, okay, gym is very, very manly thing and definitely our daughters can come and join. I don't, I don't foresee my daughter can join, although she's nine years old, uh, to come in. And I would say that food is the number one thing that bonds people together, especially baking, if it's, uh, cooking. I think food really brings people together, whether you have dementia or not. Food will rekindle all the... All the memories like until now i still miss my mom's cooking and all that i still remember so i, I believe that what you do is out really out for passion and that's where where we talk about the love that drive you in your business i believe the love of cooking of baking uh and also the love for your family members drive you to set up this business and it's also very empowering for you to um have a safe haven for a lot of pa uh, parents or even mothers um, to really have a place for them to bend out 
or for them to really have some me time for them to really uh, don't be so hard on themselves and baking is really a therapeutic uh, way of uh, relieving stress I believe like like for you it works for you especially when you go through the tough moments and um, and baking does help you to bend out and also channel all this um, stress and pressure and one thing you, you talk about um, back then when you were working you were juggling and I, I remember you were saying that you have a very nice boss that that, that um, kind of adjust your work hours like from right. five days to four days to, to maybe you can share more on that because it's yeah. really rare rare to find out especially in Singapore. I, I guess my my uh bosses were very supportive uh, uh both of them are, are aussie bosses and then mm. um they they knew that my daughter has got special needs and then so they tried to let me work like four days so i i do have flexi hours so i will like sometimes work uh three full days and then two half days and uh, eventually cut down to three days and then and then later i move on to another boutique boutique firm which is mm. with my ex-boss and she's like i it, it's my third time working for her mm. she let me work two and a half days as well but um again they know me they they know that even though <laughs> They hire me, my contract says two and a half days, but uh, I, I will still get the job done. I will still meet my sales target. Um, you could go and extra mile, right? Yeah. yeah, correct. But the, but the problem is that the hours are still very demanding. So mm. Even I though it's like two, two and a half days. Yeah. Correct, correct. I'll try to reach home by five because you can't tell the customer, you can't tell a client, Dear Mr. Client, uh, actually, I am on half day today. You know, uh, if I, I ask to see you at 3 o'clock, you go down to the office. There's yeah. no question asked. Uh, so, so, what I'm saying is that, you know, you 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 still work till about 5, and mm. then you go home, you try to spend some time with, with your kids. Mm. And then after that, when they are in bed, then you start typing your report, your candidate <laughs> report, and stuff like that. So, it's still very, very long hours. So, so long term is actually not very good for for my health mm. and uh, i will see that uh, most of the time i'm very tired and mm. then i find that then um i i may not have the energy and the patience to to work through some difficult situation especially oh my, my daughter has got um issues communication right her communication and her emotional control is quite bad yeah um so you really need to give her a lot of time. Like mm. I always tell her, you know, I, I, I told her, I, I used the, the performance, the recent performance as an example, dear. I say, dear, you always tell me you cannot change. You cannot adjust yourself. You know, you cannot, you cannot do all this. You have to live with, you always tell mommy that you have to live with the condition. But I shared with her, I said that, look, from the time we start working with you on your condition, how to cope, how to, control your emotional emotional meltdowns and stuff like that you have shown great improvements mm. i told her that i said that it can be done if you tell me you need six years to do it i'll give you six years to do it you need 16 years to do it i'll give you 16 years to do it yeah. because she's my daughter mm. and i just want it to be the best mom I can uh, to support her. Definitely. So so you really need a lot of patience. And if you're very tired, like all mummies will tell you, <laughs> if you're very tired, you have your reports waiting, your client chasing after you, 
you 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 really don't have the energy and yeah. the patience to be mm. to, to to do what is needed but then it is it's not going to be fair to her you can try and say so yep. so i wanted to do that so i took the sacrifice i took that few years break to spend time with her to work through mm. some of the issues and, and it really pay off mm. and there's no regret no regret the only thing that we probably have to cut back a lot on is our vacation Mm. Meaning you can't go to US, you can't go to Japan, <laughs> or that. So, uh, but the kids have been very understanding. They Definitely. they are fine with us just going JB, go Malaysia yeah. for sure. To uh, them, fun is anything. They're, they're, they're fine. They 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 are quite understanding. Even though, like you say, mommy, my friend is going London this weekend. <laughs> da, 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 da. But they have no complaints. So I'm quite thankful that mm. way. I'm really quite good. thankful. And then recently during the June holidays, I ran some workshops right with the little ones. Like um, there's three groups of three to six, mm. and there's another three big groups of seven to twelve. Even though my eldest daughter has very very little tolerance for young children she helped me you know during the workshop throughout the three days she was there she helped me and then you know i i mean to me that was a very touching thing that she did for me yeah. I, I i think it was a very nice gesture you know she did it out of love and uh for people with asperger conditions they're not very good at expressing their emotions mm. but when i'm feeling stressed and when i'm feeling down you know sometimes if she happened to know about it she'll come into my bedroom and she'll give me a hug you know mm. so i think i i really appreciate and i think for us especially for asian i think we need to learn to express to look out for the positive stuff you know i, I know that children they are never perfect i mean even for us we yeah, are still we are not perfect of perfecting ourselves or becoming better people mm. you know but i think we need to give them the the chance to learn and grow mm. um, not being overly protective but give them some some time to grow and, and things mm. like that and they are not perfect so you have to really love them and sometimes you may have to forgive them because you know sometimes when they're upset they'll say very very hurtful things to you yeah. because they don't really care and they mm. have very little empathy at times you can understand yeah sometimes mm. <coughs> yeah so that's that la. so and and then it was also in a sense a blessing that when i took that career break mm. that i could spend more time with my mom Mm. Uh, because when I was working, I I didn't have a lot of time to yeah. spend with her, and then when when she was diagnosed with cancer, even right now, um, her cancer is getting better. Thank God for that. And uh, um, and I I was very thankful and grateful that when we asked her, because the decision is ultimately hers, whether she wants to go for the clinical trial, whether she wants to try on this new drug called immunotherapy. And she said yes. And remember, she has dementia. I have mm. to explain and run through three times. The whole family were there. There were a lot of them who were concerned and say she's so old. Why let her suffer? Why let her go through all this? So we we ultimately have to leave the decision to her to decide whether she wants to go for the the treatment. Yeah. And surprisingly, very I to my surprise, she actually said that I will go for it she was very brave so she was another great example to 
to me in terms of courage, you know. She was very brave because before that, when her liver burst, right, tumor burst, she had to go for the operation. She said, what for? Waste money. Just give me the money. Bring me for a holiday. That's it. Done deal. I forget it. I'm so old. But I was so thankful that she actually went for it. And so the deal that I cut with all my other family members and relatives was, okay, we will try. If she has any side effects, we will stop the treatment right away. We will not let her suffer. But she responded so well. The doctor even said to me, many, many times, you've got nothing more you can ask for. Mm. She is doing so much better and patient is half her age and and her tumors are shrinking. I mean, it spread. The, the condition for her to be accepted into this clinical trial was her cancer must have spread to other organs. Mm. Meaning to the drug company, there are very little risk in terms of like legal implication and all that. It's, right, it's right. either you give it a try or you just die. You know, mm. because at that point, the doctor already declared she only has six months to 12 months to live. And right now, as of this year, the doctor's been telling me, you know, it's indefinite. As long as she doesn't catch any infection and all that, you know, there is no, you know, uh, we put a date, you know, in terms of like when she's going to go and yeah. things like that. And to me, I was so encouraged because I have a story to tell. Yes. I have a story to encourage people. So I always have a very soft spot for for people who have loved ones suffering from cancer or yeah. from very, 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 very bad um, sicknesses mm. or even parents with special needs children because yep. I I went through that myself and I know how painful it was. And mm. and I I I also you know, it made me a lot more empathetic towards people who are suffering. So I wanted to be able to provide a place for people to chill, for people to de-stress and just, you know, like, like, you know, feel good and things like that, that they don't have to, you know, they can put aside their worries for a while, you know, and then just enjoy the whole process in, in terms of baking or even doing art stuff, painting and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, because I, I always always wanted to do something like that yeah i believe that uh, whatever you have shared really is i would say one thing to sum up is really hope that um that's something that we can take away from what you have shared because um like even your mom have the liver cancer your children are special need but um because of faith and love that um that there's a hope that that is there and you yeah. and, and you believe in that and you go for it and now you are paying it forward because you have a, like you say you have a story you have a testimonial to share with people not to give out on, on, on any hope anything is possible and also um like how you pursue your passion and by pursuing your passion uh, it makes you you a happier person and and things happen for a reason because by going all through all these challenges and all these struggles uh, handling um, your children, handling your mom's um, liver cancer, it makes you a better person. You makes you a stronger person, a stronger mom, a, a stronger wife, a stronger daughter. That's what I see after you have shared. Because I believe if you look back to the Sharon back then, she may not be as strong as who you are today, the Sharon yeah, of definitely. today. Because uh, I guess for any mothers, for any women who's going through all that. Most of them would have already um, been devastated, already broke down, meltdown, whatever. 
deep deep depression but for you because of faith and because of love uh, you have overcome all that definitely it's not the, the end uh, life is still really really long but i see that you are now pursuing your passion uh, being more empowering and also having the courage because with you stepping into entrepreneurship i believe that you have the flexibility and also the freedom to manage your time according to your children's yep. schedule yeah that, also, that was the reason why i didn't want to go back to full-time job or, or even part-time because it's, it's very difficult for me to take time also every alternate mondays mm -hmm. you know i have to bring my mom to uh, for her cancer appointments and and i'm very thankful that i have a very good family support system mm. sometimes my brother will will bring my mom instead and then i have my aunties who two aunties who step in as well especially mm. my second aunt uh she may sometimes especially after i start learning us before before i got back to full full-time employment right mm. i i used to Take, take care of that part myself in a sense I was, I'll, I'll bring her for the whole day and things like that so my my aunt has been like stepping up in terms of like helping me to bring her for you know relieving me for the afternoon yeah. session when she's going through her treatment and things like that yeah mm. and and I, I believe that because there's a lot of um, parents out there that feel that hey I, I do not have support I do not have support from family members and all that but it's always that case that something tragic happened and people start to feel that hey I, they need help and when they ask for help they really have help and this is what i see in a lot of my friends who's going through tough times that that in the past they always tell me kind of nobody will help us we cannot we have to depend on ourselves but when at that point that they need help there are always people who are willing to step in to really help you uh, and also as long as you you have the belief you have the faith in in um in seeking for help because a lot of time we we especially being asian we always have this ego or pride of not asking for people because when we ask people for help we always felt that we are laboring ourselves as weak as um as someone who's not capable of doing things like it's very um like kind of what we in asia we call it loose face that means we are we are losing our pride and yeah. it's not very uh, something reputable to do but in fact okay. we are just human correct because I, I think sometimes humility is very important in our life it, it's not easy but um but i guess humility is one of the greatest lessons that we need to learn yeah. because we live in a, com a community we are we are not living in a cave or something <laughs> We need to ask for help, yeah. especially those times when I'm struggling. Uh, I, I mean, I went through a period where I'm also, you know, suffering from depression and all that. But I, I had got to count on. I, I know I can go to him in prayers. Mm. I know I can have my church family to rely on. I have somebody I can go to. Um, you know, comparing to a lot of my other friends, I'm very blessed. And I, I mean, sometimes people will ask, you know, don't you feel that, you know, why all, all the bad things seems to happen to you? But <laughs> I don't see it that way because yeah. to me is, um, there were a lot of positive lessons I learned from all this. All right. 
um, you know, I, I'm not saying that I'm rejoicing that my mom has cancer, but, uh, but because of her condition, she accepted Christ. Mm. And I have prayed 20 over years for mm. her to accept Christ. Yeah. I have never tried to preach to her all mm. these years. And, and I just, I just knew that, you know, sometimes someone, sometimes you need to go through a very, very, very difficult or very, very trying moment before mm. you realize that you cannot do anything with your own strength and All you right. need God. And that was the point that my mom finally accepted Christ. And yeah. she said yes before, she said yes to me before she went through the major liver operation, mm. just one day before she went through the op. And I, my, my Hawking is terrible. I, I can't, I can't preach to her. I only say, Ma, do you want Jesus to protect you during the operation? And that's all I said to her. Mm. And she said, yes. And then we said the prayer and that's it. So trust me, I've brought her for so many outreach events. So many people have spoken to her. My pastor has preached to her in Hokkien. It doesn't work. My uncle has shared with her. It doesn't work. Right. But, it's the timing, but, really, it's yeah, right. it's the timing and it's also like you need to you need to go through that 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 you know the lowest season of All your right. life before you realize that you need God. And and my mom went through that and mm. and she knows she needed God. And uh, so she's she's after Christ. And I think that also helped to change her because I told you that few months ago she was a i mean before she, before she went for up and 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 after her up when the doctor said do you want to try out this clinical trial she was a very different person we all expected her to say no but she did mm. she said yes and and it was she was doing great she can she has very very good appetite she's got zero side effects mm. so it's just amazing looking at her she's just like a walking miracle yeah. so i i mean i i'm very glad that I have, you know, a great encouragement. And I think she's somebody that, you know, always uh, encourages me that there's miracles mm. in this world. So whenever I go through a hard time or whenever I see people suffering, you know, and all that, I always use a testimony to encourage people. Yeah, so, and, and I think um, it does. People always think that, um that you know, cancer is like a life is like a death sentence. But to mm. me, cancer is not a death sentence. To All me, right. cancer is somewhat a merciful way of eventually dying. Because mm. rather than you suddenly get hit by a heart attack, sudden heart All attack, right. and you don't have a chance to say goodbye to your loved ones, I have the the privilege of spending more yep. time with her, and yeah. I think that's very valuable. Yeah. Yeah, what what you say is right, and then this is what we have uh, also discussed and in, in our previous um uh, Zoom meeting. Before, that means a pre-interview, and this is this is I I would say is true because um both of us agree that when this this thing happened, we are able to have the time to reconcile with them, reconcile with them, and also yes. to to do the things that we have 
wanted wanting to do with them but we never done it in a, in a lot of years because a lot of time we'll say oh mommy i want to bring you to this place i want to bring you to here and all that stuff but we didn't in in our lifetime only when things happen and you mentioned that it is it, so sudden if someone died in their sleep or someone passed away in their sleep or someone had a heart attack and that's it you don't even have the chance to reconcile reconcile with them and also to make it up for them or maybe to really spend that that moment with them or even hear the last word from them and and i believe that even like someone with cancer with with a few months to to live it's, it's a chance for us to really make use of the time and that's where a lot of people although they may not be the one that is being affected by the cancer but they are being i would say liberated from it because they say finally they they are open up that hey life is so fragile life is so short and sometimes even you have you are perfectly healthy but things that are short on you like you, you you face it in a very positive manner that hey now i still have a chance as compared to those who don't even have a chance to say goodbye to their their loved ones and they just leave that's even even more i would say more uh, disheartening but at least now with that mindset and and know that hey this is a, a time for me to make up or a time for me to really spend more time with my mother and all this love all this hope it create a miracle because with all this effort and for you to really manage and even to pursue your passion uh, for your your daughter for your mom I believe this is the contribution of you uh, moving out from the norm because a lot of us just feel that oh I need the bread and butter I need the income I need the money if not in Singapore there's always a saying that in Singapore how can you do without a job or how can you do with one single income so but when you face this kind of situation I believe every one of us would be it would be very hard for us to make the decision but the most conscious decision I believe is to spend more time with our loved ones before time really runs out I, I believe that, that that is what we both of us believe in and we also want to share with a lot of audience and listeners out there yeah it's true um uh, other than that i have another dream which is i i hope that i will be able you know like that when my business picks up uh, when god blesses my business i hope to be able to bring the joy of baking to the less privileged countries like mm. through mission trips and all that mm. you know where you can you know bring some bakes or bring some simple baking classes over there and mm. teach the mummies or the children over there and, and part some joy because i think that in singapore we're very blessed yep. we have a lot of options there's a lot of schools out there uh, but in a lot of this uh, you know like the less privileged countries like places like east timor and all that the villages and all that they, they are not so well equipped. So I, I hope that I will be able to bring there and hopefully my daughters will also be able to go with me, mm. you know, and then we can we can serve God together la, as yeah. a family and all that because I, I also want them to see and appreciate what they have in Singapore to, to look at some of these children where they have so little, yeah. but yet they are so contented mm. that, you know, they don't have to compare that, you know, yeah, but I don't have this and all that, where these children out there, um, they, they need more of, of more more of our love and right. our, our care and all that like, to, 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 to share and some impart some, some hope. So, you know, definitely one, one of the purpose of me wanting to get on this show is I 
hope to find like-minded people. Mm. You know, in future, if let's say, you know, we, if we do organize a trip and then we want to do some of this, you know, then I can have uh, people working as, alongside with me because right now mm. I'm working on my own. It's quite tiring sometimes. There's a lot of things to yeah. be done. So, yeah. you know, the good things that you wanted to do, uh, it's always good to have extra pairs of hands to help out. Yeah. Mm. Definitely. And I, I believe that now it's, it, it, you are just starting out, uh, just the beginning. And definitely, uh, there's still a long, long way to go. But um, um, not to be afraid because that's, that's also the purpose why I started uh, Mother Industry Live Show where I interview mm-hmm. uh, mom owners from all around the world where you can learn from them. Like for you, you're starting off. Uh, for most of them that I've interviewed, they have years of experience. They even has very, very good uh, tips for entrepreneurship, especially as a mom. And uh, that's where, uh, like doing body over episode to now, I I myself I've learned a lot, and uh, that's where I could also help mompreneurs like you, uh, how you can manage your business at the same time. And uh, time really flies, and I really um appreciate Sharon for uh, sharing all these really deep emotional um stories of her own, and all the miracles and all the things that um I believe things happen for a reason. And Sharon is one uh, very living testimonials that there are a lot of things happen to her, but she's still very positive uh, with, with God, with her faith. Uh, uh, for whoever that has um, maybe your spiritual belief or your higher power, you can always seek them for help. And uh, because there's always so much that we ourselves as human beings, we can do. Uh, and the other, the, the, the one that we, we should look for so to seek for help. And um, also last but not least, time really flies. And um, Sharon, maybe you can share with us how does uh, how how can the audience get connected with you, or may, maybe how they can find out more about your school, the courses, the workshop that you're having. Okay, um, you can actually connect with us, like us, or follow us on our Facebook page, which is Learning Arts. Uh, learning and then arts is spelled is capital A R T capital Z mm. and then hyphen baking and culinary color uh, N is a short form N mm. okay um, from there I will post most of my baking and cooking classes then learning arts is more the arts and craft or things like food photography and stuff like that so the other non-baking related classes will be on the other Facebook page um, so later, I will also give Kenneth the link to mm. the Ver Local booking page where mm. it showcases a list of our workshops. So, you know, when you get into that page, you'll see a listing of all the workshops that's a lot easier to, to, to run through as compared to Facebook. Okay. So if you need any encouragement, uh, or if you want a copy of my mom's testimony to encourage any of your friends who may have people or loved ones suffering from cancer, just, just feel free to reach out to me via messenger, you know, on my Facebook, I can send a, a copy of the testimony to you and I can guarantee you that it will really uh, encourage your friends. So uh, this is the purpose, one of the reasons why I wanted to start out this school is to encourage more people, yep. uh, to bring hope and warmth and love like, to people. Mm. So um, last but not least, I want to part 
with this verse, which is in 1 Corinthians 13, 7, verse 7, which is the New Living Life trans, uh, new, new Living Translation. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. So if you don't give up, there's always hope. So that's what I want to leave with the audience today. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Sharon. Uh, thanks for sharing such a, um, a good, I would say, something that from the heart that you're sharing with us and uh, your experiences and also um, your motivation for a lot who are uh, going through a lot of tough and struggles and challenges, especially as a parent, as a mother, and also um, as maybe a, a daughter that is going through all the tough times uh, in, your, in your family. And also, um, now we are coming to almost the end of the show. And uh, like, I, like I mentioned in the beginning, there's a tradition of the day. There's a tradition that our mother industrialist has, which is every guest gets to post the question of the day out to the audience and also to the next guest. So Sharon, are you ready with your question of the day? Uh, okay, I think I should be merciful to the yeah. next guest. <laughs> no, it, it can be any question that is uh, revolving around entrepreneurship, parenting, or life, or it can be any burning question that you want to ask uh, regarding about your business. Mm, okay. Okay, so I, I guess the next question I'll pose is uh, what matters most to you? Wow. What gets you out of bed every day? What matters the most, most to you and what gets you out of bed every day? What matters the most to you and, and what gets you out of bed? And what gets you, you out, out of bed, bed every day? Wow. Okay, so I repeat the question of the day posted by Sharon is What matters the most to you and what gets you out of the day, a bed every day? So this question go out to the audience and also out to the next guest. So thanks Sharon for uh sharing um for all this sharing that you have shared with us to um in this one uh, coming to one hour show and uh thanks for all the emotional and for the touching stories, the miracle, the hope that you have shared with us and also how have uh, faith and love drive you in your business and I believe in your personal personal life at, at the same time. And um, last but not least, any last advice for the mothers who are sitting on the fence thinking whether they should pursue their passion or they should step into entrepreneurship? Any last advice for them? Um, I guess um, my learning, some of the tips or pointers I've, I've learned over the last one year is basically you need to do a lot of research and you need to ask yourself a lot of hard questions whether you're prepared to to write out the very tough seasons as you know that every startup the especially if you have rent issues fixed costs and all that that's mm. the the thing that always come crushing mm. over you every month so that's something the pressure that you have to go through and and you, you need to ask yourself whether mentally you're prepared to do that, whether you have very good family support. Like I, I'm very blessed because my husband is very, very supportive. Mm. Uh, but he's also my biggest critic. He will ask, are you mm. sure? <laughs> are you sure what you're doing is the right thing and things like that? Yeah, so I kind of appreciate that as well. So you need to ask all the hard questions and right. you need to 
basically uh, weighs your pro, weighs, weigh your pros and cons. For me, is I was driven by my passion. I wanted to do something to help my community. And um, I also have some constraints where my I need some flexi time hmm. to, to juggle my schedule. So I, I don't have very much option. Okay, so... Um, so I guess really doing your homework, doing your sums, your finances and all that and and seeking the right advice, mm. you know, ask all the questions. Don't hesitate to ask all the questions and humble yourself. It, it does not hurt at all to ask people <laughs> for help, really. Yeah. yeah. And and really thanks a lot because for, for Sharon who's just stepped into entrepreneurship, start a business, I believe... This is what she's going through and uh, she has done a lot of due diligence of a lot of course, a lot of discussion. And, and she also mentioned um, the most important thing is to have the support system, which is to be in place. And uh, nevertheless, the family members get, get involved because there's always a saying that it takes a village to raise a child. It also takes yeah. a whole family or a big team to really uh, to build a business. So I really want to thank Sharon for sharing... Um, such a great, inspiring, uh, motivating um, testimonials and stories uh, in, in today's show. I really appreciate that. And that's also the reason why I'm so passionate on bringing Sharon onto the show to share all this, uh, to really hype you up, to really inspire you. So uh, thanks, Sharon, a lot. Uh, thanks, Sharon, for uh, making time to come onto the show and share all this. And thanks for those who are watching and listening to Mother Industrialist Live Show where we talk about entrepreneurship, parenting, and life. So for those who, who want to uh, grab a copy of my book, you can go on, onto the link as Sharon has shared. You, uh, she based on her passion to drive her to do the business because she wants to pursue her passion. And also last but not least, also with the, the other two pieces, which is purpose and also profit. You can grab a copy down at uh, bit.ly slash motherindustrialist link to find out more and to hear more uh, more inspiring mompreneur stories and once again I have to thank Sharon for making time and thanks for those who are coming on live thank you very much and for those who are listening thank you for um, tuning in and thanks for coming on and last but not least Kenneth here signing off with Sharon thank you for watching and I'll see you guys in the next episode see you guys thanks Sharon thanks Kenneth thank you, thank you. thanks everybody bye bye, yeah, bye. bye.